what a blunder that could have cost you the chess match that blunder Oof. oh yeah have you been playing on the chess.com app as well uh i don't play on i play on the free chess app or whatever not chess.com it, it is a free chess app no i think like, he means the app is literally just there, called, like, there's an app called app. free chess john oh free chess Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. It's called Chess Free. My bad. I have Chess.com, which has like an like an adaptive beginner bot that I still lose against most of the time. Yeah, the Chess Free has an adaptive beginner bot. Um, it tells Mm. you what elo you're playing at too. I guess Mm. you what mine says. What is right now? What do you mean by adaptive beginner bot? As in, it's designed to be roughly a beginner level, but it'll up or down it depending on what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, mine says I am playing at. Fifteen twenty Elo. Is that is that your rating? It's That's the rating that the, the bot, bot is trying to simulate to go fifty fifty against him. So presumably is what it sounds like. Hey, you gonna enter, you gonna enter a tournament anytime soon, Chris? Because nope, I'm not actually good at chess. I just <laughs> can beat this bot. I don't know, maybe sixty forty. Fifteen hundred is like still like an average person who like plays chess. Like the real the real limitations yeah, of like the good. chess tournament things. There's not going to be any in person chess tournaments for another year. I think yeah. it's like eight, like seventeen, eighteen is when it's like maybe you're actually good at this. Uh, yeah, I think it's like eighteen hundred is what it's supposed to be. I don't know. I'm not good. I'm not. Or at least that's what it now. was in the Queen's Gambit, which yeah. is the reason that we're talking about chess right now. <laughs> oh, right, welcome to them's the facts. This is a podcast about fun facts, lying to your friends, and Anya Taylor Joy, and nothing else. Uh, it's about one other thing. <laughs> Why? Why is it? Okay. Let's say it's your birthday. Oh no. Okay, I thought this was legitimately a new uh, thing me. that you were gonna do where you were like. Well, we. Cool, we acknowledged birthday. it. That's the end of that segment. It's it's it is Chris's yeah, birthday. It, He's the birthday boy. He's more than a quarter of a century old now. And I technically oh, have shit, been you for are, wait. At we've least said how old we are. Yes, on the podcast. technically because we are five days. Oh yeah, shit! You're 26 now. Damn. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are no longer as as our friend Fielding pointed out a 25 year old guy who hot guy who likes dinosaurs. <laughs> You're a 26 year old hot guy who likes who knows now a lot about to, dinosaurs. Now I have to search for the tweet that is about me. So let's search <laughs> let's search hot 26 year old guy uh, on Twitter. Interesting. <laughs> let's see. Um, oh, oh no, it's all gay well, porn. What I was gonna say is you're gonna yeah, honestly probably gonna happen. This is gonna ruin my Twitter search history. Just to find porn is all you're gonna end up with. Mm hmm. Uh oh wow this is this was a terrible idea. Oh no. Uh hmm. Oh no. D- about how many penises are you looking no, at? Right no, no, there's actually I think I have a filter Twitter on. Twitter has a filter. Let's, that like, on, on, on a on a scale from 1 to that scene in Euphoria. I haven't seen that. It's okay. not there's nothing like explicitly bad. There's just some like awkward stuff. But oh, I there's just there's a locker room scene where there's like 20 penises on screen at once. Oh. I, yeah. I don't even really understand the the conceit of that show because it seems like it's about high schoolers who party in ways that no high schooler is ever able or willing to. 
It's about high schoolers that party in the ways that our parents are afraid that they party in. It's, yeah, it's like it's like as though high schools were doing like the. Um, it's like, like if a high school party was a frat party. You yes, know? exactly. It looks. It seems like it's a show about high schoolers going to frat parties, but they are high school parties, which is so weird. Which like just make a show about frat parties. Yeah, that's the other thing. No, no, isn't, no, it, isn't it a if, little weird that these things are supposed to be happening to sixteen-year-olds, and then they would be no. totally appropriate if they're twenty? Now, if I'm being honest, though, I did have family in California, and from what I understand, high school parties do be like that over there. Jesus. So uh, that was a mistake. That that Twitter search was a mistake. We've learned mm. something today. Not to search hot twenty-six year old guy on Twitter. <laughs> well, every time I see or just hear mentioned the concept of porn on Twitter, I think of the Ted Cruz liking a porn tweet on nine eleven thing. <laughs> because the part that seared into my brain about it specifically, I don't know why, is that the account was called Sexual Posts, but they spelled sexual with two L's. What? Sexual? Mm. Yes, posts. like that. Oh no! See, that's clever. It would be worse if it, it was. It kind like, of is because it's like all the sexual posts you need. Two A's yeah. is dumb. I don't know. So two X's looks like, like you're trying, trying to be edgy. Like a vowel sound, kind of like elongation for effect, maybe. But that L, exactly. It's sexual. There's no intended. Maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to do is put an accent over the A. And maybe. they just don't. Really two know S's is fine. Um. Oh, like you're a snake. Well, specifically, two S's would be denoting that it should be pronounced the same way that the snake in Disney's Robin Hood would have pronounced the word sexual if he was saying that in that movie. Sexual. Oh, no. We need to get this voice actor on the show and have him, you know, verify. Who was that again? It was someone famous, wasn't it? Snake. I don't think so. I think it was just probably one of Disney's contracted voice actors. No, I'm pretty sure I just Googled Snake voice famous. actor, and I'm stupid because, of course, that brought up David Hayter, the solid Snake voice actor. <laughs> uh, it was. I recognize the name, but not the person. It's Terry Thomas. Terry Thomas. That sounds Let's like the name of a British science that. fiction author. Oh, that's why uh, he I was recognize an English him. comedian and character actor. He's the he was the model for the Legend of Tarzan guy, like they made him look like him. Mm. Oh, that's why he looks familiar. That's why he looks familiar. Okay, interesting. Okay, should we do the show, or do we want to talk about how Tarzan know, is on either anti-imperialist or imperialist? I can't remember. No, we want to do the show. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs is. Oh, I just literally don't remember the plot of the okay. movie, but sub- subject matter wise, it has to be one of the two. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, no, I do want to do the show. Can we also talk about how, like, Tarzan gliding on those branches was modeled specifically after snowboarders and that, skateboarders? I didn't know that, but that, mean, is, yeah, that seems so like... Sick. Or is yeah, that just your fact cool. and you're a perfect segue? Um, no, 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 that's you, just you the, the truth. That fact, that's a true statement. Someone clearly didn't watch any movie surfers I don't even know what child. that is. What? Who's first? It's me. I'm first. I was just going to say... The birthday boy goes first. The only other interesting report I have... On my life lately, since it's been two weeks, and we usually give life reports, is I think I have watched maybe everything Anya Taylor Joy has done in her career post The Witch. I think. Oh, did you watch Thoroughbreds? Oh, except that one. That was on my list. Chris, watch Thoroughbreds. I will. I'll get to it. I had to watch like two and a half seasons of Peaky Blinders to get to the point where she was in the show (laughs) so that I could then watch that season. So that took me a while. You did that level of commitment, but not one Yeah, That's a fair point. Well, that was all. Well, I just uh, forgot about that one movie. Thoroughbreds is only like ninety minutes too. It's a it's John a fast told me one. after I was already halfway through season five of Peaky How Blinders, which she was in. 
Emma? Sure. Emma, though? Delightful. Oh, Emma, very delightful. I'm very into that yeah. movie. It was very nice. God, the, the first kiss with Nightly just... Oh, it's such wonderful. a good show. Wonderful. Movie. What a great and movie. Like, Bill Nye is really good in that too. I love me a period drama, especially that period. The favorite, similar energy, just great. Oh, like Regency era. Yeah, I love Regency era stuff. To be honest, mm-hmm. the yeah. title cards you, in Emma are beautiful. The Those, title cards. Oh, oh. Anyway, this is not your movie. Hey, podcast. you need to you, you need to watch Pride and Prejudice two thousand five. I should. I should. You should. You should watch Thoroughbreds first, but then you should watch that. I'll do that. Okay, let me do my fact. Here's here's my fact. Which is that <clears throat> Wyoming as a state has two escalators. That's it. <laughs> There's two escalators in the entire state of Wyoming. That's my fact. Oh, oh man. Okay. I hate this. Oh wait, let me switch to the video call so I can see your Yep, that's a good face. I, I hate this. No, wait. <laughs> okay. Here's I wanna start by not chewing on the podcast. <laughs> I wanna start. <laughs> From this point of logical deduction, you don't. You, what is the minimum number of escalators in any state, no matter how large? It's zero because you never need one. It could always be stairs or an elevator of some kind. So it's only a question of how you choose to implement that process of getting up and down. There, this well, could be any number, basically. Now, I will say, where's the first place that most of us encountered an escalator? Malls. Malls. I was going to say mall, too. I can't think of anywhere in Wyoming that could sustain a mall. It's not that I, I disagree with you, with you. It's that I can't think of anywhere in Wyoming. <laughs> exactly. So I that can't too. really help you. Cheyenne is a, is the capital, right? Is that like a... Yeah. Probably, probably got like 50,000 people in it. There's probably one mall, and that's where the two escalators are. Or it's in a government building or an airport. But I don't see airport. Wyoming having an airport big enough to need an escalator. The th- and like I'm the government building I'm thinking of is the the name of a and this is the name of a real government building in downtown Atlanta the sloppy Floyd building which has two <laughs> giant Wait, escalators I, here's, what, here's what I'll, here's something I'll give you and let's see if this helps you or not there are yeah. from what I can tell three really big malls in Wyoming and that's it but there are three malls for sure mm. from what I can tell now if you're gonna go down this mall route we could take like one of our big malls, like Linux, and think about how many escalators are at Linux. And I haven't been there in a long time. There's yeah, at, at least, least six. three. Oh yeah, six. No, because I forgot is, about the ones at the end. Is entrances. that the one near? I don't know. That has like cupcake. It's the one in Buckhead. Yeah, okay. That mall. Yeah, 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 with the cupcake ATM. I would hazard a guess that there is no mall that large in Wyoming. Possibly. That's a big yeah, ass mall. So six I would is, say a, that too. is a fair upper bound starting point for hmm. one mall. Is there a way I can find that? I mean, I would I, say that mall scares that, me how big it is. Okay, how many square feet is Linux Mall? Let's let me look that up. <laughs> oh, Linux oh, man. Mall. <laughs> how much is the average square house? That's a good footage. metric for me. Two thousand three hundred and something. Like like slash just uh, twenty five hundred. I can something like that. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, so Linux I'm gonna guess like, that okay, Linux like Mall is two hundred thousand. Okay, Linux Mall is one and a half million square feet. One what? and a half million square feet. So that's six times what I just guessed. That's like a hundred. Uh, which is two hundred fifty thousand. I'm terrified of that place. They <laughs> have I a, can tell. a cupcake, the like slot, in front of it. ATM, a cupcake ATM. So let me look. The at cupcakes a, are fine. Let me look at these three malls that are in Wyoming. Uh, 
they're all, I think, about the same size, which is each one is about a little over a third of Linux mall. But Linux mall mm. is a gigantic mall. It is. Yeah. It is huge. I. It's like unconscionably big. I kind of like went to it and I was like, this isn't even useful as a mall anymore because I can't navigate it. This should have just been a complex. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, there are when I go to Linux, there's like two shops that I go to, so it's really simple for yeah. me. Like, I go to Lush, and well, oh, I guess one of them isn't even a shop anymore because Tivana's they're not like a standalone brand. They're not? I don't know. So I go to Lush. I go to I go to so I guess two play, two stores, Sephora and Lush. Tivana. Like that's it. Um, I, I haven't heard that name in a while. My dad got a bunch of their stuff as a gift once, and it was like pretty good. I'm not much of a tea guy, and I liked it. It's way overpriced for what oh, it is. I, I get will that say impression that. that it's one of those luxury but it's, brands, but my dad and I weren't paying for I'm gonna it. Keep, so. mm-hmm. I'm going to keep helping you guys out. According to mall standards, the average size of a superior grade mall would be 400,000 square feet. A normal average grade mall is 190. 150 would be considered a poor grade mall. This also is like operating on the mall. So, the North problem Dakota. is that. So, all the malls in Wyoming are superior grade malls. They're just not. So the problem is that the scale here, in terms of if you scale up how many of these buildings we think there are to number of escalators, works approximately, but it's always going to be like approximately. And what I'm trying to get, or not always, but I'm trying to get a sense of like, maybe there's like some of the buildings are older and that's why they don't have the escalators. Escalator upkeep is expensive. But then again, you're also saying there's not one in in the airport in Wyoming. And one of the airports for Wyoming is the one that serves you going to Yellowstone and stuff. Is that true? Mm. Yeah, Yellowstone's part of... Isn't isn't Wyoming... You're saying saying that's the one you would fly into if you... mm. Yeah. There's one in Jackson and uh, another one somewhere else. I can't remember the name of the city. Okay, this is this might be too much information to ask for, but I'm very curious. Are the two escalators in the same building or different buildings? They are in the okay. same building. Okay, so this makes me think it's a code issue. This makes me think maybe there's like... Maybe they were like grandfathered in and then escalators were I feel like made the building illegal. codes in Wyoming have to be pretty lax because honestly, who the fuck are you gonna bother? Like, what's the I don't know. I've heard horror stories about people getting stuck yeah. in escalators. Those things are not safe. Wait. Not safe at all. Wait. What about the whole thing where it literally does just become stairs? How do they get stuck? Or you mean in like they get stuck in the like gaps of stuff? Yeah. Escalators oh, yeah. are terrifying. That is it's, gr- it's like a meat grinder. It's oh, exactly yeah. what I'm imagining is a meat grinder. Yeah. Um truly escalators are terrifying. Same building. Oh wait a minute, of course it makes sense that there's that they're in the same building. You need an up escalator and a down escalator. Jesus Christ. Mm. That's the question now to ask yourself. Is it it doesn't make sense that there's only one building in an entire state. That has an escalator. Because just think about all the places you go to normally that have escalators that aren't necessarily super tall. Because an escalator typically uh, oh, yeah. is only one story, right? So yeah, I, one to I, one to three, I would say. I've been on one but that's like, on the upper end of the of how tall they get, and I was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, I mean, I think we have like okay, just from mall experiences, I think we have like twenty escalators in the Augusta Mall alone. Like, man. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think I'm just coming down on false on this. Bethany just like shook her head at me. 
if you count the ones that are like in the individual department stores, because Macy's has like three sets of escalators, JCPenney has two. Oh, yeah. yeah, they always do too. If those are in there, that's 16 is a feasible number. Um, my thing is, okay, to be honest, what's getting me here isn't, like, I could believe this is a very small number. Two is such a tight bound. Like, it's getting me towards no for that reason. Hmm. Is that, what you, is that your final answer, Gabe? Um, I, I'm willing to have it be. John's hmm suggests he might be ruminating, but... I am ruminating. It's just okay, so... I mean, logically, the answer just... It just has to be false. Like... I, I can't think of it. You've got, what, like four malls. It's possible they're all single-level single malls. Three malls. Three malls. You've got three malls. That's what I was saying. It's, it's possible they're single-level. And again, and like, if you're going mm, to build a big-ass mall on only one floor, best place to do it is somewhere nobody lives in and then like, the land. Even if you... Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going, I'm going around true on this one. I'm going true. Okay, I think I, I, I like splitting them, especially when I'm on the fence, so I'm going to stay false and see where this goes. All right, so yeah. Gabe said false, John said true. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. This, as far as I can tell, is still true. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, Wyoming, oh no. my God, Wyoming. Wyoming, no. What have you done? They are what in the National Bank in Casper, Wyoming, and those are the only two. <laughs> now, here's my, here's my favorite thing I read while I was looking into this. Uh, there was this reporter that was talking about it, and they were saying, I have an opportunity that almost, or I have an opportunity that only people that go to Wyoming and know this is a thing can have, or people that live in Wyoming and go here all the time have. I have achieved the, the I have made the achievement of riding every escalator in a state of America. <laughs> <laughs> like because he went to the next. Is there is there, is there any particular reason? Uh, yeah, I did say one thing wrong that I didn't realize I got wrong. There is one. There is two different buildings that have them one is at a interstate bank and the other is at hilltop national bank so i hope i didn't mislead you by saying that because they were counting no, two then as still would have only an been up like and a down yeah and, then it would have still have yeah. been two sets of escalators yeah. yeah yeah so yeah there's two my other favorite thing about this was that uh where is it at um kathy carson who works at the interstate bank said the escalator is quite the attraction Kids often will come in the bank just so they can ride the escalator, she told oh them. God. <laughs> They'll be very good and wait in line with their parents just so they can ride the escalator once or twice. Jeez. I, I mean, to be fair, when I went to the mall, I did always want to ride the escalator. Yeah, it's like one of those kid things. Like, when I was a kid, I used to just, like, stand in front of the lobster tank. Like, oh, it's like an aquarium. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of uh, you guys know Casper, Wyoming has 55,000 people in it. Damn. That's, and it's not the biggest city. That's, like, nothing. It's wild. Yeah, but it, it, I feel like for the second biggest city in one of the most sparse states, it kind of is something. There's a... How many people are in Cheyenne? Barely any more, actually. Wow. Yeah, 59,000. I'm well, pretty sure there's, next? like... Aren't there more people in, like... Uh, Where is it at? <laughs> I was about to say, aren't there more people in DeKalb County, Georgia, than there are in the entirety of Wyoming? That feels approximately correct. I think I think Wy- that's correct. Yeah, Wyoming's uh, yes, and it's true. There are a hundred thousand more people in DeKalb County, Georgia, than they are in Wyoming. <laughs> well, turn, for once, DeKalb County, Georgia, had more of an impact on a presidential election than the entire state of Wyoming. Wow. Hey, wow. Huh. That's uh, that's that's. I never thought about it that way. Um, well, it's because it's a lesson on how Wyoming has too much power. Anyway. 
Yeah. Well, and the electoral college yeah. is broken. If you live All in right. Wyoming, we do love you, but also interesting. Interesting. It is John's interesting. turn. It is my turn. All right. The leaves, the leaves are falling. It's getting a little chilly outside. So we all know that means one thing, which is it's master's season. Yeah, sure. What a wild time that was. <laughs> Wait, really? They, God. This um, master this, sucked. That's what I heard. It was this year, It was hear? over on like halfway through day two. I, I was watching it because I was home and nothing else was on. And it was not like interrupting anything. And it was like so boring. Like, I mean, I didn't bother watching. Like, I like to try and get in a master's nap on Sunday, but like, it just it just didn't happen for me this year. The only thing that was fun about it was Tiger shooting a ten on the par three hole, and that was it. Oh my god, that is actually one of the favorite things I've ever heard. Yeah, um, that's kind of wild. Yeah, it was pretty bad to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Um, but here's an Augusta National fact for you. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Just off the 17th hole, uh, there is, or there was actually, sadly, it had to be taken down due to ice storm damage, a tree named after Eisenhower, the Eisenhower tree. Um, And it actually became a pretty substantial hazard sometime. Like one time when I was serving lunch at the golf club, which is not a parody statement, I did work there during the tournament. I heard Gary Player actually uh, complaining about the Eisenhower tree. <laughs> um, <laughs> about it getting in the way of his golf ball. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, th- and that, I guess that kind of was a name drop, but I stand by it. Um, now, what isn't as well known is that there are near where that site is, not actually on the hole, but slightly off the course, there's a little grove where each tree has a little nameplate attached to it for each president of the United States since Eisenhower. So there's, in fact, mm. a presidential grove Okay. at the Augusta National. They're all loblolly pines in the spirit of Ike. Okay. See, Oh, was that, the, I like was about... that the final end of the fact? That's the end of the fact. Okay, I thought you were going to say, like, a fact, like, but, you know, X person so the fact didn't is get that a tree because they were a poopy here. head. Nope. Nope, there's a presidential grove. At the Augusta National. Does every president have a tree? Every president since Ike has a tree. Yeah, that's what he says. So since Eisenhower is kind of funny to me. Because what this means is they like they made a tree. They made this Eisenhower tree. Like not, you know, they planted it. They named it. And they're like, kind of weird if we don't do one for everybody else now. Kind of weird if we just, if it's just him. What year now they, was Eisenhower? I'm going to look that up 50s? at least. Eisenhower was late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, do you mean when he was president or like when he when they named it? Mm-hmm. No, I wanted to see when he was president. And he was actually a uh, pretty involved at the Augusta National Golf Club, like playing there and everything. Like, huh. uh, he was a member, if I remember correctly. Don't you I have to like, up, but... like prove that you can stomach a glass of orphan's blood to like become a member there? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't they have some insane like? I don't know. Oh, can I just can I just complain about the Augusta National for a second? Sure, because yeah. I hate Actually. Augusta, so go for it. I mean, so uh, the Augusta <laughs> National has announced that they are going to start community development neighbor efforts in the Laney Walker and Harrisburg neighborhoods of Augusta. They're investing a few billion dollars in it, which means that they have chosen and identified the poorest neighborhoods in Augusta to gentrify. Jeez. Did they say what their yeah. plans are at all? Nope. Cool. 
Maybe they'll make two more golf courses. Just, just investment and develop. It. Investment and development. Community development. Oh, God. I don't want it to be it's golf like, courses. It's like, maybe just donate to the schools. Just donate to the schools because we know that what they're really doing isn't community development. It's golf courses. They Literally use them for a, land development, as SpongeBob once they said. They should open another less stringent, cheaper golf course that more people would go to, and then that will create more jobs. I do I like the idea, though, that, of Augusta golf courses having a golf for course for normal people. Golf course. And there are already too many golf courses. Oh, okay. There are a lot besides like, the big one. Yeah, well, I mean, they have, uh, let's see, the community. They have a couple of municipal ones, like city-owned ones. A few private ones. The one uh, that the university plays on. There, there's too I many. People who are, like, into golf. I'm like, until you, like, meet someone from Augusta or go there or something, it's hard to process just how much golf theming goes on here every kid in high school that's the only fucking high school job it seems is to caddy or whatever you did at the golf club like golf club stuff specifically work a service job yeah at the august national during i mean we don't get summer jobs we get master's jobs yeah. and we make pretty much as much as we would have made over an entire summer yeah you know this made me think of what what uh this made me think of something i noticed the other day that i hate and i'm about to post it in this ch- in our chat Yes. This picture. Please do. Which is give me give me that content. Which is isn't it wild how you can pick out where East Lake Golf Club is in Atlanta from this far zoomed out in satellite view. Just because that rectangle is so golf clubby. It's so yeah. like look how like think about how big that rectangle is and then like take your finger and then put it over the city of Atlanta. Yeah. And so while while God, so East Lake the amount of land being used and you can see the same thing for the country club up at Drew up near the uh, yeah, Druid Hills marker on here. You like you can zoom this far out of Atlanta and be like, Oh, there's the there's the eighteen golf courses that are inside the perimeter. If you'd like to play along, you see, don't I, type in the name he said. Just go, just move your map to the center of the city of Atlanta and zoom out and see if you can spot a golf course. Yeah, ball. you I, should be able to spot one, two, three, four. I like the game of golf. Like, I do, but I just... The amount of... The, the things that it does to the land. Wouldn't it be more interesting if we could find a way to play golf in a way that doesn't, you know, destroy... A land's potential uses. Giant like, hovering ships that have golf courses on top of them. That's the future. I also think like part of ah, it, yes, I don't know, part of it is like, the, like pe- the aesthetic aspect is so big that like it's even more just like intense land working usage stuff that gets done to make everything all fancy. There should be golf courses where no one gives a fuck. Like golf courses where it's all about the gameplay, baby. Looks like shit. The grass awful and, i mean to the extent that it affects the gameplay i understand that you have to maintain it so but something like san andrews out the fucking window what something like what st andrews like any of any is. of those scottish golf courses oh i've where never it's just seen all rugged terrain i just love this pitch that gabe gave grass terrible alligators they're there and they will eat the ball uh well, sand traps there's no sand it's all quicksand baby uh, oh man quicksand i I, okay, quicksand sand traps is actually pretty big brain. That's pretty mm. terrifying. I I do like it because I think there's an argument to be had that a golf ball could in fact sit on top of a quicksand sand trap. In the sense. So that what it's... if it like landed and you still had to play it, but you had to avoid hitting mm. it in drowning. such a way it's pretty good. that it would sink it deeper. But some mm-hmm. of them aren't quicksand. There's also just tar pits too. So yeah. avoid those at all costs. 
And also there is a sort of um, claw machine claw to pluck any errant golfers who fall in so that no one's mm -hmm. actually in danger. <laughs> Man, go fucking golf is golf is hard for me to wrap my head around. Not the game. The game's pretty straightforward. Just the culture around it. All the sand traps are also are just giant fire ant colonies that have been left alone for years and years. Oh no. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh no. No, we need to step this up because we're not from fire ants, because that's ridiculous. But what we're doing right. is we're assuming what if you made the sand traps a different type of trap and then we're suggesting different ones. But it doesn't only have to be one. I think the way to spice this up is that there are now different types of traps that may appear at any hole. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So some holes have mm. a sand trap. Some holes, well, I'll, I'll give you this one. Some holes do have the fire ant trap. But okay. it's golf ball eating fire ants. They don't bite people. Also, they have like a new technology. It's the same technology they had in Yu-Gi-Oh! that connects you to the dual disc. So, so the, whenever something happens to the ball, you feel it, and it saps at your life force. Yeah. So when, when, you're, when you hit your ball wrong and it goes into the bear trap, I mean, you actually lose your leg. It's terrible. No, no. In oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! I thought when that happens, it's like they feel the pain, but then they're okay. Okay, but yeah, you're right. You don't lose the leg. You feel it. It feels as if you've lost your leg. Yeah. What, if, what if nerve block? Interest. See, so like a nerve block takes in, so you don't actually lose your leg, but you can no longer oh, use your leg. Good. This is like the Black Mirror episode where the VR thing goes in his brain, and that's the scariest thing I've ever seen, where the VR thing controls your whole brain. Oh, is that the one with the dude? And uh, he looks like he looks the, like an Owen Wilson kind of. Yeah, like like Owen Wilson, but thick. Yeah, and yeah. Like, there's like, still at least four Black Mirror episodes. This could be. Please no, be more it's, specific. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's got. No, Olivia Kamen. Olivia Kamen. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's yeah. actually one of my favorite it's, ones. Because it, it scared no, the fuck out of me. I was like, actually, the scary, like, scared me more than most horror movies do. Uh, I do like how Black Mirror just kind of said nah to like putting anything out this year. I, I am kind of glad. Because this has been good for so fucking long. It's been so bad that they're like, we know, we know. I never watched the last three. Me neither. Because I, I, I've watched like specific episodes. I mean. I will watch. I would watch USS Callister right now. That's a great. Ep that's just a great because episode of TV. To be totally honest, that's a great episode of TV with with even without the context of it being a Black Mirror yeah. episode. For, like that's just that's just something I could watch. For twenty twenty, they should have gave us a season where everything had the San Junipero energy. That's what we needed in twenty twenty. Oh, oh, an all positive Black Mirror. Yeah, Hannah John came in. That's why I called her Olivia because Chris, I got her confused Chris, with Olivia. This could just John. be an entire thing. I feel like this is an actual good thing that someone should make. Oh, that the Michael Skur episode with Bryce Dallas Howard was pretty good. Like, you know how there's a lot of shows that are like, ne I don't know how to put this, but like negative episodic shows like Twilight Zone and oh. Black Mirror. Oh, and so like, like this. D dis episodic things. We need the things. utopian version rather than the dystopian I want to see version. it, yes. Mm. Mm. I don't know if there is one. I don't, I don't know how. The problem is you can't. It's, it's because it's the same challenge as Parks and Rec, right? Parks and Rec is a sitcom where it's pretty unique because people actually like are decent and kind of like each other. It's hard to make a show. And even where if they start off not decent, they grow. What? Even when they start off not decent, they grow into decent people yes. because of their interactions yeah. with each other. It's, it's a show that doesn't build plot points off of people being terrible, or at least if it does, it builds off of like redeeming them. It's like a similar challenge. Now I'm going to be thinking about this. So I can't, mm. I can't write a script. Maybe I can. Um, so do we you know think it's a there's great a bunch show? of trees named after presidents? Yeah. Do we yeah. think that? Uh, yes. I had to think about it. Hmm. Is that your final answer? So wait, let me think for a second. I haven't said my answer yet. 
you Gabe can say if it's his final answer or not. I have to think of one more thing. So wait, you said it's the same place? Like all the trees are in the same place? Well, or? so they're near the 17th hole. They're not actually like on the course. So like it's it's basically like one of the pathways leading okay. between holes or just around the ground. So that means there would be 11 trees right now. You said the Eisenhower one's gone? Yeah. Yeah, it got removed in 2014 after ice storm damage made it ir- irrecoverable, sadly. Okay. So are there 10 trees there? Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's did like they plant them fresh, like, or do they yes. just label them? They they aren't planted fresh. They just okay. put a little a little you. bitty plaque on each one. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'll go. True. Yeah. Okay. That's where we both are then. You burnt. I got gotcha. you. Dang. Really? Yeah. The Eisenhower tree is real, but no, no, no other president Damn. trees Dang. that I know of. So perfect to be like for them to be like. Oh, you know, now that we gave him one, we can't... Mm, no. we gotta, mm. You see, Ike was actually a member and played there all the damn time. And, like, oh, really? I know that I know that Bush did. I know that Bush played, like, Bush 2 played there sometimes. Um, but I don't... I mean, I think probably LBJ showed up. And I think, like, each president is, like, given the opportunity to play, at least. But none were, like, full members like Eisenhower was. It feels almost entirely not worth it to regularly travel between D.C. and Augusta. Mm-hmm. Especially when like you own your own golf, golf course, course in Virginia, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. especially then. Um, wonder what Obama hit at the Augusta National. Obama. Uh, do you think they I have wonder if you played. Con- oh, here's, here's something I'll give you for free. Condoleezza Rice was one of the first female members of the Augusta National. Yeah, I remember reading that one huh. time, which is pretty cool. <laughs> That's, uh, it's uh, that's of, very of, consistent of the women to choose of the women to uh, choose. That's what I mean, I'm it saying. makes very sense. Consistent. It makes sense considering the Augusta National. Wasn't that yeah. right after Obama like publicly said he thought they should accept women, and then like they added her like yes. a couple months after that or something? Yeah, basically. I just looked up the par for Augusta National because Chris said, "I wonder how Obama did." It's 72. I don't know if that's if you have Obama's number like score i don't know what it's called in golf probably not because it's not really officially recorded unless it's during the masters so let's i wonder what what is obama's handicap he just cares too much yeah obama's man cares too much about everyone that's not little kids yeah the there's a there should be a database of like famous people's golf handicap specifically he's an honest 13 is what he said back in 2016 uh, yeah, I see so, uh, something from 2016. Honest 13. <laughs> I straight up do not know how much good or bad I don't... that is. It's meh. So the handicap means just that if you're trying to balance a game against people who you know aren't as good as you, you have a number that everybody adds to their score that's different. The higher, the better you are. Obama is due to play his 300th round of golf as president on Martha's Vineyard. So he had, So in eight years, he played 300. Let's see. How many rounds of golf... Trump. Who tracks that? Everybody does. You think like Obama gets back to the White House and he's like, Michelle, I played another round of golf. No, the media just follows. Tally him. mark. Oh yeah, because they because uh, like of the press true. pool. The media just follow them. Two hundred ninety-six times since becoming president, as of November fifteenth, Trump has done it. Wow, so they're tied. In f- neck and neck. So, yeah, yeah, Trump's but like that's four, four years versus now. eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. Oh, my oh God. man, so it is double. It's just remember how much shit everyone gave Obama for playing golf? Yeah, all the time. Like, remember that? Oh, my 
Mm. I was just looking but, at other presidents that played golf, and my only favorite thing I've found so far was President Taft holds a course record at Kibo Valley Golf Club because he scored a 27 on the 17th hole. Oh, my God. A 27? What was the par? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that because I'd have to go look up all that. It's just like the bad kind of course Wii record. Sports golf when it came out, trying to get the stupid ball in and trying to get the Wiimote to cooperate. And I have like a 32 hole. Um, I can't resist this segue. Everyone, go enjoy, listen to these ads while we go play some golf. So this ad read is going to be a little bit mean to Chris because he can't participate due to his lack of red meat. But Gabe and I really appreciate a good beef jerky to the point where I think it was actually Chris who pitched the idea of a jerky subscription box early on in the show's run. Well, guess what? That actually exists and you can get it by going to bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. Jerkygent is a leading subscription box that offers craft jerky brands curated from around the country fully scouted and catered specifically to your spice and flavor preferences delivered once a month from sunny las vegas nevada so definitely check it out once again the link is bit.ly slash jerky ppn that's bit.ly slash j-e-r-k-y-g-e-n-t-p-p-n so yep turtles um turtles. turtles well so okay here's the fact uh sea turtles only not all turtles but sea turtles with the flippers um have an extremely rigid range of motion for those flippers so rigid i, I guess the the crux of the fact is they can only really move it in exactly one path in exactly that path motion that they do when they're swimming um and the, re- and the range of motion of their flippers is restricted to that. And the reason is thought to be that other, like, wilder and stranger motions that flip back and forth might look like the swimming of a fish, and that larger predators of those fish, like fish the size of the flippers, mistake those flippers for fish and try to eat them, and that the sea turtles have evolved to keep a range of motion that does not appear to be prey. Hmm. If that does that make sense? Even I don't. I, I think my. I want to look. Have been better. Yeah, I want to look at a video of a sea turtle swimming, but I feel like that would ruin the fact. I don't think. I don't think it would because I have seen sea turtle swimming like in aquariums. I'm gonna look it up. You and like YouTube.com. Show me sea turtle swimming. I feel like that wouldn't that ruin the fact a little bit? Not really, because like I've seen them swimming in aquariums and I know what they look like, and like. I don't think it's ruining the fact for me that I know that. I think it's putting Chris on an equal footing. I guess that's true. I just need to see one swim for a second. I just need to see kind of how they move. I'm, I'm looking at a video entitled, all caps, Giant Sea Turtles, Amazing Coral Reef Fish, 12 Hours of the Best Relax Music. The oh, Best Relax Music. I looking up one video of the swimming. I thought you were going to be like, so, I want to just look up a compilation and see one of them doing crazy, something no, crazy. And it's like, I'm well, just watching just, one sea so turtle is it swimming just, so I could get an idea just, what it looks like, kind of. That's uh, Tree Fingers by Radiohead from Kid A on a loop, then, if it's the best relaxed music. I've, I've never actually listened to a Radiohead song that wasn't Creep, so at least not on purpose or knowingly. <sighs> I know. It's like one of those things that I should do, but I, it's been so far. I mean, at least listen like to Tree Fingers. I'm not doing it. 
at least listen to Tree Fingers. It's so it's so relaxing. One day I'll listen to like OK Computer you and Kid li- A and then be You like, should listen oh, to Kid it. A specifically. I did it. You should listen That's to Kid plan. A. Yeah. You should just listen to the Prunch Brothers cover of the song Kid A, actually. I, I'm more likely you to have. do that, honestly. You, you, you have, in fact, because I know you've listened to Who's Feeling Young Now. Yes, I have. Sea turtles, though. Hmm. Sea turtles. Sea turtles. Yeah, they, they have to swim in this rigid motion because otherwise big fish will think their flippers are small fish and start Do they use them. all four flippers? Um, I, I, th- I only saw this one I'm referring using to the front ones. I think the back ones are still feet. Um, like legally, sea turtles. No, they're they okay. The feet? the back ones are. This is why they're shaped differently, so they're feetier, even though they're not. Um, they're still flippery, but they're yeah, feetier. they're flip. They're like feet flippers, actually. This is kind of strange looking. It's like the front flippers huh. are shaped like boomerangs, and the back are shaped like feet flippers. Okay. Hmm. hmm. I'm just trying to figure out if that makes sense. Yeah, I see sense. what you mean by that. Man, I've, I have never looked at this many pictures of sea turtles like in the same day. It's so relaxing. A young green sea turtle He's named like... Andrew is spreading his flippers in the water of... Hmm. Do you ever just like scroll through sea turtles? Uh, like, I... Only right now. But I'm, I feel well. bad because like to scroll through them, I have to swipe left. But I would swipe right on every single one of these Jeez. turtles. <laughs> Man, it sounds like a swipe um, right it, to be my friend. It sounds like a John Oliver joke. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a John Oliver All joke. Right. Wow. <laughs> Let me think. Um, I, I think what I, what's what's throwing me off here is I feel like they would have to have two ranges for sure. Because you're saying it's stuck. And the reason I have an issue with that is you have to move flippers differently to drag yourself on sand. Not particularly. I feel like you do. No, no. Look at the way these flippers are shaped. They're shaped kind of like spades. No, so but like, like, no, no, no. Okay. So sand. When, they, when they're, sa- okay, they, okay, okay. Sand. When, one second. When they're is swimming, the most fluid. I think they just tilt them and they go up and down. If you want to watch me on video miming it, you can. Not the people listening to this, but John can. Oh. They like tilt them, right? And then go like this, right? So, but when they're on the sand, they have to go like this and drag themselves. Hmm. But, but you see, the thing is, the thing is, they're not lifting, their body isn't moving through the sand like it does the water. So, that's exactly why I think you've still, you've still going for it's like, also, sea turtles, I think you've still got that on sand. So, I can see it making sense that they don't have to be as optimized for it and they can, yeah. No, but I'm saying that like they go on sand like once in their lives. I have seen when I look at a sea turtle swimming, seems mostly up and down. And the one when it walking doesn't. And it line doesn't up. make sense with what it would have to do on land to survive. Probably just looks up and down. It has to be back and forth for them to be propelled forward. No, it doesn't. It just has to be angled. Hmm. I don't know. Man, this is such a like this feels like one of those questions where like physicists try to study how like this they, animal they've moves. They've probably got to be they've got to be pulling themselves forward in the water somehow. No, it's just got to be angled. Like if you have a fin like this and you do this with it and then you go down, it'll push you forward because of the angle of drag. Yeah, I think Okay, okay, but if you're like if you're like landing like, on sand, you've got your fins like this and you're pushing down, it's not so much that they're it's like they're pushing their body up and then going forward. But then that requires then like, a lateral movement that I don't think they're doing when they swim. I, but I don't think their fins are doing that. I think their like chests are doing that almost. But that doesn't make sense because I don't okay, know. Okay, like okay. 
If you got on the ground right now and pushed yourself up with your hands and you want it to go forward, you have to move your shoulders back to like move your body. But Otherwise, you're just going like uh, you're just doing push-ups, John. <laughs> okay, but I but I, I do think that they're probably the moving their shoulders back a little bit just because it looks like it in the water doesn't mean that they're it's Wait, not maybe happening. Maybe you don't have a good angle on their actual muscular push. movement. I'm telling you right now, do a push-up and like, then try and go forward without actually using your arms or your shoulders. You don't have to do it now. You could do it later. This sounds I'm like not a way to get to. injured, to be honest. This sounds like a way to try to make your joints move in ways that they're not meant to. Mm. That's called yoga. But... Mm. <laughs> or contortionism. Contortionism. Depending on. I, I just... That's what's getting me. I feel like it, it wouldn't make sense... Because I think you have to do different things to drag yourself on land than you do to swim. That's at least my opinion on that. Hmm. I did watch a video today of uh, of uh, orcas stunning giant groups of fish with their tails. So stunning th so them? Like they would they would slap their tails while they were underwater and stun an entire school of fish, and then they would just circle back around with their mouth open. That's right. Yeah, I feel like they just would. The best move would just be for them to just go forward with their mouth open. I don't even. But they, I didn't even they stunned the stun. fish first. It was kind of interesting. Too fast, I guess. I'm gonna go false. That's where I'm at. I'm frankly inclined to believe true. I'm ready for an episode where I just blank out. Let's find out. All right. Is that those are final answers then? Yeah. Final answer. Okay. It is false. Yes. Oh. Um, and I don't really even have a basis for this one. Some days I'm just like I want to do a false fact, and I just think until one comes to me. And I was like, these fuckers are weird, huh? And I think I'm right. I, went with it. I think my reasoning is right. So, uh, I think it is. So, well, so I was, okay, so I was thinking about it because what I was, I was, I was trying not to say too much, obviously, but the thing is, I don't really know. Like, it depends on what that initial range would be. And, and also, when I said like perfectly rigid, think about the ranges of motion in your body that are, quote, perfectly rigid. There's like a marginal amount of give to that that you could potentially mm -hmm. use. So I don't actually, even if that were true, I feel like it would, there would be a way maybe, but it isn't. So the, the, now I'm actually curious because it doesn't really answer the question of how they move differently on land versus on ocean. So I'm looking at it. So I was like half right. So I'm watching them on sand and it's very much like what we would call like an arm circle. Yeah. Like if if we take our shoulders and we like do mm -hmm. like an arm, I'm sure you had to do this in PE back yeah, yeah, yeah. in the day. Yes, that's 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 kind of how I was thinking of them. So like they moving. do that, and then when I'm watching videos of the of them in the water, they're either just like mainly up and down or a little bit of that, but it's not the, as much as they have to do to drag themselves because they mm. are tilting the fin, and that's what's getting them the the forward motion or the forward gotcha. pr pr propulsion. That's the word I was looking for. Now, do we have a listener fact? We have a lot. Um, Excellent. Let's see. You can always submit listener facts at abolishunits.com. Yep. We could we could try this one. Um, John may bust this. I don't know this, but John may bust it. It's from Vero, and they said Quentin Tarantino was a guest star on The Golden Girls. Please give a... I don't know enough about The Golden Girls to bust this one. Please um, give a slight summary. He was brought on by the show to play an Elvis impersonator. Oh, man, that feels really good. Now I'm just going to believe it. I buy that. Ooh. I like it That's too much. The That's the entire fact. I, I like it. I don't know. Would he take you know? it? It's not really a good opportunity for him to say foul language that's not so socially acceptable otherwise, which is typically what he mm, tries to get his role That, that is what he I does when I he's I think Elvis movies, probably yeah. did a lot of that. It's possible. I feel like he would take it out of respect to be Arthur, mm, probably. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. 
Just saying, it seems like his main metric for what part he wants to give himself in his movie is, is which person gets to say very unacceptable words. Who gets to say slurs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, or or which person is a historical cult leader? Mm-hmm. Man, I, apparently I haven't watched a lot of Quintino Taruni movies because I don't fucking, I don't know any. I can't pull out a lot of references like this out of my head. Well, we, like I mean, Quintino those are really Tar- the only two. Tar- like in Pulp Fiction. His whole role is there just for him to say foul language for the three the minutes. payoff of the of the flamethrower. That's true. Is very good. In Django, he exists mainly to get killed and say the n word. Yep. Well, that, in an that's also accent. the point of his that movie. I assume everybody does. That's the point of his role. I haven't in, uh, seen the movie. Jang, or not Django in a uh, Pulp Fiction also to just say that all the time. Hmm. Now that one, that's just that's just inexcusable because there's no way. Did he say the N word? There's no way that wasn't fiction? on purpose. What'd you say? Because did he say the N word in Pulp he Fiction? He says it I... like a hundred times, John. In Pulp Fiction? Yeah. No, I don't think he does because he's interacting with like, he's he's the guy who like who who gives them the, like you see you see uh, Santa Cruz banana slug shirt, right? Like, I don't think he. I don't think he says the N word in Pulp Fiction. Can't, man, he says I have the not seen this movie at all. Uh, that sounded so weird when he just launched this thing about slugs or whatever. What is? Oh man. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Unless I got my character of who plays who wrong. No, I'm totally right, John. He he plays the guy when they have the dead person. I can't say what he says in this podcast because it's reprehensible. Let me, let me. I I don't. I just don't. Okay, hold on. That's him. He's the. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and this should get it for you. Tarantino plays the dead storage guy. In Pulp Fiction. I don't. I don't remember this. It's been so long since I've seen it. To be fair. Okay, search it's this. Been... Just search this because I cannot say it on the podcast. Search yes. Pulp Fiction dead storage, and you'll see what I'm saying. Oh no, I remember now. Yeah, you remember? remember now. He literally yep, it's literally yep. like forty times in thirty oh, minutes or in thirty God. seconds that he says it. Oh no. It's not great. <laughs> anyway, uh do we think he played Elvis on the Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna yeah, say I yes because I think it'd be great. And I wanna look up if I I'm gonna look it up right after and see if I can see what it looks like. Uh I'm gonna scroll down now. You you all said true or what do we say? I'm saying true. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's true. There's no explanation, which oh, nice. I guess the explanation I mean, is just he played Elvis. Yeah, well, I I go. just think he he has an El- he has an Elvisy face. I don't know what that means, but he does. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, it was it was uh, when he was still trying to be an actor, I think. Oh. oh, I was trying to think of how the timing lined up, and I was like, would he even be famous? Yeah, that makes sense. He said. Before I did Reservoir Dogs, I had a very unsuccessful acting career. One of the jobs I did get was for an Elvis impersonator on the Golden Girls, and that money helped him get the funding for Reservoir Dogs. Well, there you go. Whoa. We can thank the Golden Girls for Reservoir Dogs. Also, very good movie. And the the career of Quentin Tarantino. I guess so, arguably. yeah. Well, hmm. like we said, uh, this is Them's Effects. We're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. It's a cool network of podcasts. I I didn't have to say that, but I said it anyway. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of other cool shows on it. Well, yeah, you can check them out on the website at pocketpodcastnetwork.com. We have some like 
Green Mountain Mysteries and Cult Classics and Home Viewing and uh, Sorted. Sorted. And yeah, I'm not going to read them all out. That would just get weird. Um, but yeah. you should check those shows it's out. A, it's pocketpodcastnetwork.com. They're all a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, our music is by James Hunter USA, currently going by the name New Weirdos. Um, and you can find their music well on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. Deezer. You don't get your music there. I know you could, but you personally... No one gets their music on Deezer. In my life, with all of my music, I have made $10 from Deezer. Really? Oh, wow. Someone uses Deezer. (laughs) I guess someone uses it. (laughs) I don't know if you buy the music there or if that's streaming. I don't know what Deezer actually is, but I got $10 from them. You've gotten money from it, yeah. So you can't knock it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Chris's wings money. And uh, like we uh, said earlier in the show, you can always submit facts for us at www.abolishunits.com. It's the future. Three directs you do our show mm-hmm. page. Well, no, because it is it's our show page. S- speaking of the future, okay. Um, we have a runoff here in Georgia in uh in, in on January fifth for uh Asif and uh for both Asif and Warnock who are. Uh, running respectively, Ossif is running against David Perdue, who sucks. Yeah, and Warnock is running against Kelly Leffler, who, if possible, sucks even more than David Perdue. Yeah, and kind in of a short ways, almost in a short of in a shorter time span yeah. in the Senate. Yeah, and also has managed an to suck senator, even more. Which is something I didn't even know was possible by American law. Well, you have, if you yeah. have to get appointed because someone quits or dies. Someone I mean, actually, have to and there's not that. enough time to. Um, have a special election um listen they're garbage people and we want to put some not garbage people in there i'm sure i i saw a lot of a lot of you who listen to this camp uh to this podcast talking about blue georgia on twitter well let's 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 make that a full reality and i want to point out something that i learned actually which is that um if you are a student in the state of Georgia, you actually can still vote in Georgia, even though it says you need a Georgia driver's license. You have to use the mail-in register, register to vote form. And I don't really under, I've, I've been looking at the details of this process like all day, cause it's not well described, but you are supposed to be able to. So that's worth noting. As a, know. Yeah. You are a, able to register where you go yes, to school like, in Georgia, where, where, if you are a resident of Georgia, like if, if you go to school in Georgia, you do have residency for the purposes of voting. And you, as long as you have like a state ID and you have, like that you can bring with you, and your address doesn't have to match, it it, it doesn't. That's not true. They might tell you that, but you can say no. That's not actually accurate. Wow, I love basically people who try to scam you out of voting at the voting booth. I love that. Ba- basically, if you can vote in Georgia, please vote yep. on January fifth, and tell your friends who live in Georgia and are able to vote to vote on January fifth, and maybe consider supporting. Uh, the candidates through any donations that you you can afford. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, do what Actually, you can. I am really proud of how Georgia went yes. in the presidential election. Like, I've always been proud to be from this state. I was born and raised here, unlike my co-hosts. And like, <laughs> not, not, not to be, no, not, even, not even meant as a bird. Like, it's really just true. To say that I, I, I've lived here my entire life. I've always been proud to be from here. And now I'm like, because Georgia is a super diverse state. It's got a lot of stuff going on. It's very culturally important. And now it's starting to show that progressive politics are possible in the New South. Yep. 
And I would love to keep that momentum going into January. So this is John making his impassioned speech about his home state. And, and he's right. And you're you probably only going to get that a couple more times before January, but not to this extent. But please, help Georgia out. Make Georgia blue. Yes. Anyway, that's it. Continue Blorgia. Long live Blorgia. Long live Blorgia. Sounds like a sounds like a sort of slime or ooze that, that's your friend. Um, They're trying to make Georgia trend, and I don't like Georgia. I don't like that one. What is that supposed I, I to be? I hate Georgia. Jo- oh, Georgia? That's horrible. Jo- that's terrible. Don't do that. It's, yeah, it's not good. We got to go It's more like anti, goal, anti Yeah, the goal is more broad blue than just him, so I think it's not even a good name for yes. what it describes. So with that in mind, until next time, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Don't believe everything you hear, but do believe all the things that I just said about Blue Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, John. (laughs) Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.